So we're really, again, it's the people-pleasing part of our personality, the people-pleasing pattern, wanting to jump in and please our client and solve all their problems. And the fee thing, we'll just sort that out later. That catches out so many people because we're doing such great work, but we're not getting paid for it. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Ignite podcast. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Josh Stone. I'm the founder of Ignite Coaching, where I work specifically with business owners in the engineering industry to help them build and grow their businesses. So today, team, I want to talk to you about what to do when your client says that you're too expensive. So I'm fresh off a a training call with everyone in my boardroom program, which is a, a program purely for business owners of engineering consultancies or, or businesses within the engineering industry. And just working through with a really amazing client, like this process of what happens when a client says that you're too expensive. And so I guess what I want to address is like often our initial reaction is to go, oh gosh, like, you know, I've got to drop my fees. I've got to drop my rates. You know, what what happens if I don't? I'm going to lose the work. I'm going to lose the client. I'm going to lose the project, all these kinds of things. And our immediate response because of like really our default nature or our patterns of people pleasing and wanting to keep the client and that sort of thing is our default response is one of I'm in the wrong or this is somehow my fault because I've set my rates at this level and a particular client has told me that I'm too expensive and so like what I want to address is if you have that initial response or sorry if you have a client that says that to you and your initial response or default is to immediately redo the fee proposal or drop your rates or write back to them or call them and say, I'm really sorry, you know, I dropped my rates. I want you to stop that. I want to insert a circuit breaker here and just kind of pause and just kind of go, you know, that's my client's perspective. Is that actually true? And one of the trainings I run with everyone in my boardroom program is actually how to raise your prices, how to increase your prices, work with really good clients, increase revenue and increase profit margins. And so we don't want to be coming or approaching our client relationships from this place of scarcity. We want to be approaching it from a place of feeling really good about your business, the service that you offer, and knowing that the rates that you charge out at or the fees that you charge out are value for money are good, they great, they create great profit margins, good revenue stream for you, and they create a great outcome for your clients. So first things first, stop or drop that initial response of just wanting to drop your rates. And then it's about kind of learning from that experience. And so there's a couple of things that I want to work through in today's podcast episode that I work with my client around in this in this boardroom training call. So Firstly, it's about managing your, I guess, client's expectations through the sales process. And so what I mean by that is, you know, we we often jump into solving the problem for our clients straight away instead of actually setting expectation about what's it's gonna, what it's going to cost them for us to work with them. So we're really, again, it's the people-pleasing part of our personality, the people-pleasing pattern, wanting to jump in and please our client and solve all their problems. And the fee thing, we'll just sort that out later. That catches out so many people because we're doing such great work, but we're not getting paid for it. So it's about managing our clients' expectations through the sales process. And that can look like, you know, having an upfront conversation, which is I'm happy to do so much work for you on spec. And then from this point onwards, it's, you know, it's fee for service and these are my rates. It's, 
everything is I get I I bill everything and and these are my rates like you've got to set the expectation because I think a lot of the times we shy away from the money conversation and then it kind of pops up halfway through the process and you and your client are on very different very different wavelengths or viewpoints so you've got to really set that expectation first in terms of particularly with new clients while they're getting used to dealing with you well these are my fees this is how I work this is how I operate this is what I do for free versus this is what I do and the whole free thing, please don't do too much stuff for free. Like, I know you got to do some spec stuff, but please don't do too much stuff for free. Because again, that just creates an expectation with your clients that you work for free. So it's about managing your client's expectations the whole way through and setting those expectations from the outset. And if a client balks at that, then they're not the ideal client for you. This sort of scarcity mindset that we're that I'm talking about today really impacts so many business owners because it's like, I don't know, like if I, I've got to take this work because I'm not sure of the pipeline, or I've got to take this job, even though I don't like the client because, you know, it's money coming in the door. That's approaching business from a scarcity mindset. And it also means that your pipeline and your sales funnel is not working properly because if you've, if you've only got one potential client that you're hanging on to for, you know, the growth of your business, then we need to work on your sales pipeline and your sales funnel, knowing that you've got good quality prospects and good quality clients coming through your sales process. And that's kind of giving you that confidence and that forecasted out that, that revenue. So that's managing the expectations with your clients. We then want to, we want to flip the conversation because again, like we default to, Oh, I'm sorry, my rates are too cheap. Sorry, my rates are too expensive. How can, you know, how can I drop my fees? I want to work with you, all that sort of thing. As I was coaching my client through this process earlier in the week, it's about flipping the conversation that's happening, which is what's the cost to your client if they don't work with you? And so that's being really clear on your client's pain points, the problems that you solve for your clients and what it's worth to them if you don't solve that problem for them. So for example, if you know that you solve a $100,000 problem for your client or you solve a million dollar problem for your client and you know that if they don't get you to solve that problem for them, it's going to cost you, cost them a million dollars as an example and your fee is 100 grand to solve that problem for them, then it becomes a no-brainer. So again, it's flipping the conversation to what's the cost of to my client if they don't work for you. And again, like the conversation I was having with my client, like the, you know, the hourly rates that we were talking about weren't astronomical, but my client hadn't hit on the pain points of what the cost to my client was to, to his client, sorry, of not, of him not working in their business. And so, you know, he's got years and years and years of expertise in his space and he can go into his client's business and solve a problem through all the systems and processes and experience that he has. And he can do that work in an hour or two hours as an example. But for his client, his client's got to pay someone who doesn't know what they're doing will probably take three days to a week to solve that same problem. And so the cost to his client is, well, you're going to have a person working full time on this problem for the next week when they could actually be doing billable work. They could actually, actually be out there working on new projects and new things. And so it's about shifting that conversation. So, you know, his client balked at his hourly rate to kind of solve a problem that was two or three hours or maybe a day's worth of work. When in actual fact, if we could have shifted the conversation or flipped it to go, well, I know my fees are this, but it's actually going to cost you 
five times as much through paying your team members to, to solve the problem that I can do in a day. And so then the conversation becomes a no-brainer. Oh, well, 100%, let's get going because I want my team to be doing X, Y, and Z. I don't want them to be stuffing around on this problem. So we're going to flip the conversation to what's the cost to your client if they don't engage you. We've got to focus on the value proposition. We've got to focus on you know, the, the value that you bring to your client's world. Because if we can focus on that, the conversation around fees becomes irrelevant. You know, the, the reality is that the cost of your fees in the overall scheme of the project and, you know, what it's costing your client to deliver that project, it is a mere fraction of what it's costing them to deliver the entire project. And so you increasing your fees or you having fees that are, have gone up by 10% or 20% or, you know, even your fees are 1% of the overall construction value or the overall, overall value of the project and a client balks at your fee, it's not about the fee. You've actually missed the opportunity to talk about the value that you add and the value that you bring to your client's world. Because if you can really stop and look at your client, look at life through their eyes, look at their perspective, what, what frustrations do they have? What pressures are they under? What delivery constraints are they under? And if you can tailor your proposal and your pitch and all the things that you talk about in the sales process to how you help solve their problems, then again, the fee proposal, the fee conversation becomes irrelevant because for them, it's more about this person or this business or this person's business. They know my world. They can solve my problem. It's a no-brainer for me. Let's get them on board. Yeah, it's a bit more expensive than other, other people that I've worked with, but they really have shown me through the sales process that they know what my problems are and how, they, you know, your clients don't talk like this, but it's, it's what's happening on, on, happening at a psychological level. They just feel safe with you, so they engage you. And so if you can really focus on the value proposition, the fees become secondary, obviously to an extent and to a point, but I've worked on plenty of projects in, in my consulting time where, you know, when you can highlight the value that you bring and the types of problems that you can solve, most clients are happy to pay you extra or pay you more to solve that problem for them. So, yeah, really focus on the value proposition and the fees become secondary. And I guess the last piece of the puzzle, and this is obviously just a download from my, my training call or, or discussion with my client, was... All of that aside, if you can focus on your positioning in the marketplace, meaning, you know, you're the best at what you do. These are the problems that I solve. These are the types of clients that I work with. Here's the money that I've saved my clients. If you can really focus on moving yourself from that generalist kind of headspace or mindset to that specialist through your marketing, through your sales conversations, through your positioning, all the things that you do to kind of position yourself in the marketplace, in the eyes of your current clients and future prospective clients, then actually clients expect to pay more for that. You think about the doctor versus, or sorry, the specialist doctor versus the, the generalist doctor or the specialist physio versus the generalist physio. Like you go to the physio because you've got a sore knee or something like that. You're happy to pay 80 bucks or hundred bucks an hour to see that physio because you've got a very generalist need and you're seeing a very generalist physio. But if you're, as an example, a pro golfer or a pro surfer or someone whose career and lifestyle and money-making opportunities or ability relies on that knee getting better, 
they're going to go to a specialist physio who has niched right down into working with pro surfers, pro golfers, even to the point of pro golfers knees or pro surfers knees. Like you kind of get the point. They're going to go to that person because that person has positioned themselves in the market as a specialist of what they do. And everyone expects to pay more for a specialist. And so if you've worked on your positioning and this happens over time, like this is not the immediate kind of solve for current clients who, who think you're too expensive, but if you work on your positioning in the marketplace and really hone on your client's pain points and explain how you solve them and why you and your team and your business are the best of what you do when you've got marketing examples and testimonials from old clients and that sort of thing, clients who approach you to work with you are going into that conversation expecting to pay more. And so then again, when you are more, when you are more expensive, it doesn't matter because you've already established that relationship or that expectation through your marketing and your positioning in the marketplace. So yeah, really that's a longer term play, but focus on your positioning in the marketplace and clients expect to pay you more. So team, that's kind of, a, that's a, that's a, you know, that's a, solid download of all the points that we kind of explored with my client in in the boardroom training session so obviously he had this experience client said to him you're too expensive please drop your drop your rates otherwise i'm not going to work with you and so these are just some of my thoughts these are some of the processes that we work through with my client to get him to a point of being more empowered and that's kind of like an overarching thing when it comes to fees like own own the value that you bring to your client's world, own your 15, 20, 30 years of experience and expertise. And like the fact that you can do it in two hours doesn't mean you should just get paid two hours worth of work. It means that all of the years of experience that you've had adds up to being able to do it in two hours. Someone else might take 15 hours. And so you should get paid for your experience and expertise and not feel less than when it comes to, you know, charging what you're worth and increasing your fees and, and getting paid really well. So Team, that's probably, that's probably it for me today in terms of today's episode. If you'd like some help with this stuff, obviously I love helping my clients in boardroom, helping them build and scale their businesses. So please don't hesitate to reach out. Love to have a chat with you about how I could help you build your business too. That's it for me. Have an amazing day. Hi there. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I did. Don't forget, if you'd like some help growing yourself, your team, or your business even faster, head over to my website, www.coachignite.com for more resources. Or book in a call and we'll map out a plan together for you to move forward with confidence. Don't forget also to hit the subscribe button so you get notified about future episodes. Take care, my friends, and see you again soon.